0: Thank you for listening to this lunchtime talk produced by the Art Gallery of South Australia. In this live recording, the Art Gallery's Associate Curator of Australian Paintings and Sculpture, Gloria Straslecki, and Curator of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander Art, Nikki Cumston, discuss selected works in the collection display, Desert Colour. Well, Nina Marnie, welcome. My name is Gloria Straslecki, and it is my absolute pleasure to talk to you about the display that is in Gallery 7. In there. We're in here today because it's a bit of a tricky space uh, to not only hear us in but also maneuver um, within so um, hopefully you'll see one side of the gallery and the works and we encourage you after this talk to go explore them at your own leisure. As I mentioned um, it's my pleasure to speak about Desert Country today which is the display that was curated by my colleague who is standing right next to me, Nikki Cumston who's the curator of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander art here at the Art Gallery of South Australia. She's also the amazing artistic producer, director, director of um, Tarnandi. And um, originally, uh, Nikki was going to be at the MCA installing the John Mwanjoa exhibition, which is this year's offering for Tarnandi. But since two are better than one, we've decided to collaborate together on um, this talk today. So hi, Nikki.. <laughs> Thanks, <sorry. laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, so should we begin by doing a welcome to country?
1: Yeah, Sure.. Yeah. So as we do with most events here at the gallery, we're going to acknowledge that we are here today on the lands of the Ghana people, and we'd like to pay our respect to their elders, past, present and into the future and acknowledge their ongoing spiritual and cultural connections to the Adelaide Plains. It's my absolute pleasure to work here at the Art Gallery of South Australia and to help to support our ongoing relationship with Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people. My own family are Barkindji people from the Darling River in New South Wales. So this, this talk kind of kicks off an early start to the NADOC week celebrations that happen across the country and the NAIDOC, NAIDOC week is an opportunity for people to acknowledge Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people. It's um, This year the theme is Because of Her We Can and so the theme is all about women and the importance of women within our families and our communities of keeping culture strong and that's not to exclude the important role that men have. It's just this year we're acknowledging all of the mothers, grandmothers, aunties, <laughs> who who are working really hard to keep culture alive, and to share across you know across the the broader cross
0: section of our communities. Thank you, Nikki. So um, perhaps we'll give a little introduction about the display. Um, the display is titled Desert. Um, Colour, and as I mentioned, it is curated by Nikki. And um, I wanted to ask the question of you all when you walked up into Gallery Seven, what was the first thing you noticed about the works? Can anyone perhaps answer? Colour, which seems perfect as a response because we currently have the Colours of Impressionism exhibition, which celebrates and looks at the development of colour in the 19th century. Uh, works of art by the impressionists and here in gallery 7 we celebrate the way the artists from the Anangu, Pitinjara, Yakinjara lands work with colour and all the works you'll see in here are painted with colours that can be found in the desert which for many people is surprising. So as I mentioned the works were created by artists living and working in the APY lands and the APY lands are 100% owned by the traditional owners, the Anangu people. There are seven art centres in the lands, and um, all the works here on display are... Um, I think we represent all the art centres in the display, Niki? Yeah, nearly all of them. But they can be best exemplified by their colour and perhaps the diversity of um, styles of art that come from those centres. Those art centres are also 100% owned by Anangu. So um, perhaps we'll maybe talk about um, a little bit more about the display, if you like, Nikki, or sure. about the curating of it. Or...
1: So over the over the years, we've been building our collection of works from the Anangu Pitjantjatjara Yankunytjatjara lands, the APY lands of South Australia and it's been an absolute pleasure to be able to go to the communities and to meet the artists and to see firsthand how they work and the way that the stories the the very rich and deep ancestral cultural stories are played out and embedded within the works of art and that the actual action of making the work is the most important part of of this of, uh, really, of this whole practice is about being able to share those stories with with an audience. So, reenacting what it is that that story is about by talking with each other, by sharing the story, by singing the song, and by actually making the marks that help to share what it is that that the story is about. So, for example, I'll talk about one of the works which is on this um, western wall, and it's by uh, a lady who's passed away now Jumpua Katie Kawini and the story is about the Kongorokopa the seven sisters creation story and so that's a story that's really important to her and her family members and it's a story that's been passed along to the family through the generations so through the act of actual mark making onto the body prior to performance where the where the work where the, not the work, sorry, where the creation story is is actually played out in a physical form on the body and then the performative act of making that story come to life and the song that's associated with it. So the marks that you see on the painting are very... It's, it's the most beautiful work that has a lot of circular motifs throughout it. There's a lot of very bright orange, pink yellow and then there's a white kind of overlay of dotting that you'll see when you look closely at the work. So what that's showing us are the sites where the Seven Sisters have travelled and traversed across country, where the Seven Sisters have then transformed into the night sky. The story is based around Pallades and Orion, so the constellation. And so the story itself is indicating so the painting itself is indicating elements within the story that are manifest and made manifest actually as a tree for example a, a native fig tree an ilili tree has been trans has been created by as part of the story but it's actually that cheeky man that's chasing the seven sisters in mm-hmm. the night sky so he's pretending to be this fruitful fig tree for the women to camp under but in actual fact they're smarter than him and they realise that this fig tree is actually Wadi Naru and he's trying to get us. So they flee once again up into the sky. So when you look at the painting you'll get that feeling of movement, you'll get that sense of place of all these different locations throughout the country that these women are responsible for and that by painting this story, by singing these songs, and by sharing this with the, with each other, with their family members, it's keeping that story alive for women and young women today. So it's just an indication that I can't tell you exactly what each component of the painting is, but I know the gist of it. And that's because I'm not an initiated woman within pitanjara society, and so I'm not actually able to give you any more information than that. So it's, it's a matter of acceptance and it's a matter of us understanding that, that we're not privy to everything, we're only privy to so much knowledge and information and so this is,
0: you know, this is as much as I can give
1: you at this point in time.
0: Which is probably a good um, segue to look at the Ken collaborative work again, I suppose, which you spoke about a few weeks ago. Um, Most of you are familiar with the beautiful monumental triptych that is on the northern wall that Nikki talked about a few weeks ago. And the work um, was included in Divided Worlds, which was still sitting in um, a part of that exhibition, which was um, the 2018 Adelaide Biennial of Australian Art. We're really thrilled because this work has now been acquired into our collection, and it was very much almost like the wellspring for your display, I suppose. Um, and in its monumentality, it's also a collaborative work, and it does also look at the Seven Sisters stories, but the Jala, the Honey Ant creation story. And um, there are five sisters who collaborate, co- collaborate, collaborated sorry, on the work um, with their mon- mother, P- Mick Panini, and um, I suppose what we can show you is that even though it's a collaborative work, you can see each artist's hand. And so, Yarichi Young, you can see the sinewy sort of lines. Um, when you look at Frida Beck Brady, you can see that sort of leaf flower um, patterning. Um, with Sandra Ken, you can see the sort of spinning tops around on the canvases. And obviously, um, their mother was the guiding voice. So while you can't necessarily see her actual hand, you can hear her voice in the piece. So it's a bit of that as well, isn't it, Nikki? Being able to see the collaboration across the canvas as artists rather than just of the story itself. Yeah. yeah.
1: And it's the the first time that they've collaborated with their mum. So it's a really unique work that we're so proud of having within our collection. Um, And it's just, as Gloria said, on the northern wall.
0: So while Nikki said we're celebrating women, maybe let's talk about some of the male artists. And there's, um, maybe I'll talk about one of my favourite works as well. Obviously, all of them are my favourites, but um, there's a few. (laughs) And I'd like to actually speak about one by Peter Munkuri, which, um, as Nikki brilliantly described to me once, was a magic carpet ride. And when you look at the work, it's actually the one that's in the centre here. It's highly decorative and so detailed. And it's titled Nara Country. And um, Peter Mungere, you might have heard of, was the recipient of the Hadley Prize last year. And that's the richest landscape prize in Australia, in the world in fact, I think. And um, he, um, his painting that um, was the winner of the prize was depicting his country in Fregan And this painting as well depicts his memories of his country and in its highly decorative and detailed um, manner he shows um, the specific sites that Nikki was talking about. You can see where people meet, where all the activity is, where the um, trees are and the flora of his country are brilliantly um, depicted in that canvas. The other work next to it, which I'm also very fond of, is by Kundamara um, Minyantiri. Uh, and Mr. Minyantiri was a Pitinjara man. He was born in circa 1915, um, but he only started painting in 2005. And in that beautiful textured white um, paint that's on top of this lovely pastel underlay, he... Um, Depicts or speaks about his um, uh, uh, his story, which is the stone curlew bird, or the weirdaloo um, which, as um, recently Nikki and I were talking about, has is a, a nocturnal bird which um, frequents waterholes and at night gives off this shrieking noise, which I must say we probably um, made a few weird noises coming out of your (laughs) office listening to it, because it sounds like a wailing woman almost. It's quite blood-curdling. But he is the custodian of that story. And within that work, he talks about that. But not only that, the beautiful texture to the actual painting itself is worth talking about, I think. Hmm. What about your favourites, Nikki? Okay.
1: um I think what I'll do is I'll talk about the work that some of you can see if you look straight out um, to the work on the far left of the eastern wall. And that's by an artist, Milajari Pumani. Um, Milajari passed away a few years ago, but she's she was a really important person within her community and a, a, a law woman and custodian for her family and cult, uh, cultural. Um, group of people, the Yunkanjara people who live in and around Mimali and, uh, and go to the Mimali Maku Art Centre. And Maku is the Yunkanjara word for um, grub. So this area is really rich in the Maku and so it's an activity where people will go out and they'll they'll go bush for the day and they'll dig for the Maku and um, have a big feed and, you know, bring them back for the for the rest of the family at home. But it's, it's once again, an, a labour-intensive job to actually dig for that maku. And um, you've got the beautiful mulga trees. When you fly over this country, you can see this sort of low-growing low, low um, trees and their root systems are where the maku live. So they burrow into the roots of the trees. And... Milla Jari was someone who was just... She found it, you know, really, it was so important to her to pass on the knowledge that she had of her bush skills, of surviving out on country, of knowing where to find water, where to go to dig for water, because in this country, it's not like you come across a big waterhole. It's actually hidden. The, the waterholes, the rock holes themselves you have to have the understanding of where to go and that's only really given to you through passing on that knowledge, that that knowledge has been passed on to you. So the Pumani family were very, um, are very strong on culture and Milajari's daughter Ngapulia, her painting is just to the right as you walk out onto this eastern wall. So you'll see, um, you know, they're sort of facing off each other, (laughs) mother and daughter. And Ngapulia was uh, the headmaster at the primary school for 15 years and continued on that culture of sharing story and bringing the young people up to perform and to to perform ceremony for for the community. I'll just say a few more things about Milajari and when you look at her painting, you'll get the sense of that, that knowledge that she brings to her work. And, and that is that sense of, of location, of knowing location. But also she co-wrote a book uh, with an academic from the University of Adelaide about Yunkanjara plant use, so medicinal and nutritional uses of plants in and around the area where she lives. So I can't help but think about all of those elements and those... You know, that sense of her as an important custodian of knowledge and of sharing that knowledge when I look at her painting. And this was the first work that we acquired from anyone in the Mimili community and was part of the Desert Country Exhibition and National Tour. So it's really good to now be having, you know, works by her daughter. Another one of her daughters has been winning major prizes, um, Betty Pumani, who was included in Tarnundi, um last year and that concluded this year. So a really, you know, really strong family within the Arts Centre and a family who are continuing on with sharing culture.
0: That makes me think of Pepai and in terms of connection to country and memory. And you all probably are familiar with Pepai, uh, Jungala Carroll and his work in both Tarnandee festivals but also Magic Object, which was um, the uh, Adelaide Biennial of Australian Art two years ago. And Pepe left his um, home country of Walanguru as a young man and didn't travel back to country until last year, I think, um, where he went back to his father's country, which he is custodian to of, And the painting that's on display at the moment was painted in 2014 but is titled Walanguru and that's the way he titles most of his works but it was painted by memory how he remembers and that I think shows the beautiful connection to country that all these artists that the Anangu have um, and how important country is to um, Aboriginal people. Pe- Pepai ended up... Uh,
1: he now lives... Pepai now lives in Ernabella or Pukacha, and is married to... Uh, I guess, sorry, she's like got it? two names who are... Um, ..which are sorry names at the moment, so mm. I have to... <laughs> Julepi Carol. And Julepi is also on the um, the Tanandee Cultural Advisory Committee representing the Ku Arts um, and the artists from the APY lands. So Pepai Wallangura is in the Northern Territory, also known as Kintour Community. And um, so he, living in Annabella, had that distant memory of, mm. of his, his father's country. And so through a, a major project um, that, that was part of D last year, he was able to travel back and, as Gloria said, to get a, you know, a, a sense of that country now. Not, not from his memory. But interestingly, his work is, you know, it's not that it's completely changed, but it's just given him a deeper understanding of, of his family and where his family are from. Mm.
0: Which um, I think might bring us to an end um, to our uh, talk today, our collaborative uh, presentation. Hopefully you've enjoyed it as much as I certainly have. <laughs> Um, and, like I was saying, we do encourage you to go have a look at the works um, in closer detail. Um, Nikki has actually hung them a bit higher than usual so that you can um, have a beautiful uninterrupted sight line from wherever you stand. Unfortunately, you don't get to see it here, but even sitting down, you probably can see the whole canvas, um, which is the first time we've done that in Gallery 7. For me, I think those works are just exquisite examples of not only colour, but um, for me to understand what country is, and for us, I think to have a look that these are all works about specific sites, and perhaps you know question the Western perception of what landscape is, because these are all places and country. Thanks, Gloria.
1: Thanks, Thanks, (laughs) Yuki. And I just also wanted to make mention that for um, the beginning of NADOC Week on Sunday, we have our Start Days, which is um, the program that we have activities for young people. And this Sunday, it's been curated by Nancy Bates, who's a G musician, singer-songwriter, who for the last couple of years has been touring with Archie Roach. And so she's curated an event um, with musicians and People to come and interact with our audiences. So, if you're around and want to come and have a listen to some wonderful music, um, or you've got young people that you'd like to bring along, uh, please come. It'll be, it'll be a great week, I'm sure, with NADOC week following. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you.